The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Today, Dr. Vishal Anil Patel, Assistant Professor of Dermatology and Hematology Oncology at George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences in Washington, D.C., discusses the opportunities, challenges, and potential for artificial intelligence in dermatology. Here's Dr. Patel. There definitely is controversy, and this is an early and uh, evolving technology, but like any good technology, there's an early period where there's questions and early adopters, and then there's a mass adoption, and then there's the late adopters. I think we're still in the early adopter phase of that process. Um, and, and rightfully so, you know, we want things to be really worked out before we, we put them out into mass uh, adoption. Um, the, so I think the bait, the kind of backstory of understanding what the role of AI and gene expression profiling is understanding that our clinical acumen, when it comes to accurately assessing potential skin cancers or melanomas. And when I say that, I mean, not only finding is it a melanoma, but finding ones that really are going to hurt patients um, and lead to poor outcomes, uh, you know, death, um, is, is not that great. We're, we're not really that great at, at doing that uh, because there's a lot of variability between physician to physician. That's the screening test that we utilize to pick up lesions and you're only as good as the physician and their eye and their experience. That's a kind of starting baseline point, I think, to understand. And as a whole, dermatologists, um, we tend to biopsy a lot of lesions to find uh, very few consequential melanomas. Uh, and so we can just be improve our diagnostic accuracy if we have tools to help us do so. And I like to use analogies for dermatology. I think, you know, early on in the AI revolution, people gut reaction to say, are robots going to replace doctors? And that's really far from the reality of what AI is for. You know, AI is, is, a, is a diagnostic support tool when calibrated correctly. It's very powerful in the hands of a good operator, which is the physician. So pilots fly these amazing jumbo jets now, but 20 years ago, it was very different to fly the same planes over the same differences. And 50 years ago, it was very different. You know, we have EKGs done in the hospital and now the Apple watch can like give you and physicians use that to see if people are going to arrhythmia when they don't even realize it, common tools. And so there are advances. And so AI is, is definitely uh, a tool that's going to advance the ability of the dermatologist just be more accurate at screening patients, identifying lesions, um, <coughs> excuse me, because we're just not, our brains are not capable to, they're not meant to have that many images that we can differentiate between. So if we have a tool that helps us and then we can filter out, well, that doesn't really make sense. Or, you know, I think you're missing up on this. It always falls back to the dermatologist to make that clinical decision. And that's what the patient dermatologist relationship and balancing where's your risk what's your risk reward your you know are you a nervous patient are you not are you a hesitant to have a scar etc cetera, etc cetera. well you have more tools to, to accurately personalize that decision for the patient i'm an early adopter of the 
the idea of the technology, <laughs> but I don't think we have a good product to use widely that I'm using it, you know, regularly within my practice. Um, and that's because we're just starting to get into the early phase and figuring it out as opposed to like having an early adopter of say Uber, you know, Lyft where people are like really eager to, you know, we, we can't really do that with people's lives, but we want to have some diagnostic accuracy in clinical trials. I'm in the phase where we're running clinical trials to show concretely that um, this works. And then it's a, it's a little bit of a wild, wild west, like, you know, do different technologies work better, different products, different companies. We're, we haven't even begun to answer that question. Um, and that's where we really need to be really um, discerning in our ability is to ask the questions of say, well, how does this technology work? What is, what is it use, utilizing? Because AI is just, it's a math, it's a very sophisticated mathematical model. It's not artificial. It's, it's not really that intelligent. It's actually very, it's very rigid. There's a lot of lesions that are just in the gray zone and it helps you as a clinician move the needle a little bit to, to help guide you of whether or not you really need to be worried about something or is this look really clear by this diagnostic assessment, this, you know, tool, uh, and that confirms your thought process that you were having, but you, without that, you may have just edged on, on doing a biopsy just to be safe, but that leads to morbidity, you know, unnecessary biopsy, a potentially murky histologic picture that leads to saying, well, let's just be safe and let's just take it out. Um, and, uh, and now the patient's had an unnecessary surgery. Um, so there's a wide range of how, as Dan said, it augments your abilities to perform, uh, um, more accurate care. Um, and so that's, that's my, my thought process. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.